Welcome to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the world of Harry Potter. Be warned, this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Bayana. And I'm Robin. We're really excited to go through these chapters and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the books. Today we are discussing chapter 20 of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, The Dementor's Kiss. Um, First, we have announcements and reminders. We want this podcast to be interactive and want to know your thoughts, so please feel free to tweet along with us. You can use the hashtag WizardTeam on Twitter to follow along. Um, You can also join our Wizard Team Facebook group for longer and more in-depth conversations. Our Facebook group is lit, y'all. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to be Black at Hogwarts? Do you want to write about it? Do you want to draw about it? Do you want to write a Hamilton-style musical about it? Do you want to do some, like, cosplay? Um, Whatever you want to do, we want to see it. We're working on a project called Hogwarts BSU, a collection of stories, fan art, any way that you want to be creative and illustrate what it would be like to be a Black Hogwarts student. So if you would like to submit, check out the website for guidelines. Love our blog? Love Wizard Team? Have a few extra galleons lying around? Please consider becoming a patron. Um, starting with the Goblet of Fire, we will be video recording um, all the Wizard Team episodes, and so patrons will have access to these videos. What? Um, if you're at the $5 a month tier, you'll get the videos the Tuesday before the episode drops. Um, and if you you're at the $10 plus um, a month, then you get a link to watch us record live. We'll have to like kind of standardize when we'll, when we're recording and stuff. And we just have to figure out our schedules, which is why it's not happening right now. Yeah. Um, but by the time Goblet of Fire comes up, we'll have our schedules figured out and then it'll be like every X day of the week. Um, if you are on that tier, you can like watch us record, which also means you get all of our like random like breaks and like technology, technological fails. And there's a, we're thinking about ways that if you want it to like type in like questions and stuff or like comments that we could like, you know, bring more people into the, um, recording of it all, but we'll see how it works. Um, if you want to support us, but you don't have the funds to do so, um, or even if you do have the funds to do so and you want to support us in another way, rate and review us on iTunes, on Stitcher. Um, the more reviews we get and the, the higher our rating, then there's a possibility that we can be like a featured podcast and more people will see us and then more people will listen and then the team will grow and then we'll talk more about Harry Potter with more people and it's just so exciting. <laughs> so, yeah, these, rate these and review. All, these are all true things, true facts. <laughs> um, also, subscribe to our newsletter. Most weeks we share nerd news and links to what's been going on, so if you want to be in the know, be sure to subscribe. You can go to blackgirlsnerdout.com um, to subscribe. And shout out to Bayana for doing the newsletter last week. Whoop, whoop. Take a one for the team, because Robin was... Whew. So as we wrap up book three, we're going to live... Tw- to t- we're going to do a live tweet of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, the movie. So join us on Saturday, October 15th at 6 p.m. Pacific time, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central... As we watch the movie, use the hashtags Wizard Team and the hashtag HPPOA to join the conversation. Again, it's Wizard Team, like always, and HPPOA as we live tweet the movie. He was a friend! <laughs> 
And really the HPPOA one is just so that, like, one, so that we know what movie we're doing, but also, like, you know, character limit if Wizard Team is too long. HPPOA. But you want us to see it, then you can use that one. Or you can use both if you have space. Yeah. Um, follow us at We Black and Nerds on Twitter. Like us on Facebook at Black Girls Nerd Out. Um, follow us on Instagram and Tumblr at Black Girls Nerd Out. And join our Wizard Team Facebook group. Oh my gosh, guys. Um, Potter Fandom News. Let's do it. Um, you can discover your Patronus on Pottermore. You can do that now. Um, so People were kind of mad about it. Like, <laughs> like, and my thing is, is like, it's hilarious. Because when I first saw it, I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, the, but then I thought about the... But then Connie brought up, because I like tweeted it out or whatever. And then Connie brought up like the... Uh, like the how the sorting or whatever on Pottermore mm-hmm. and how it's not always all that accurate or whatever. Um, but I, so I part, responded I like to someone cautious. else. Sorry, go ahead. But oh yeah, then I was like, then I was a little cautious. But then like, I mean, I liked what I got. I understand why people wouldn't like what they got. I saw some of the options. Um, people that got know, salmon. Like on Twitter, and I was like, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, like, that's a strange like patronus apparently some um, people got salmon like the fish um someone got a thestral which is badass um and a unicorn and, and the, like there's like some that are super like rare where you can get like magical creatures yeah i think the coolest thing about it like i don't i wouldn't put too much stock in what your actual patronus is but the taking of the test is really beautiful like it's a very the, yeah the graphics are the, amazing yeah it's a very beautiful like experience to go through on Pottermore. So um, the graphics and things like that are what makes it worth it. Um, But, you know, I think I responded to someone else on Twitter. Um, Like the sorting, we subscribe to the feeling that you have a choice in the matter. So um, my Patronus is a Totoro from (laughs) Good Neighbor Totoro. And um, yeah, that's, I mean, he, he watches over me and he's my... Patronus, but, um, you know, Pottermore can say that I'm a tortoise shell cat, which when I looked at the like personality traits of a tortoise shell cat, one, they were like very quite handsome cats, guys. They're like, mm-hmm. you know, if they keep their, I mean, short hair when their hair is kind of long, I think all cats with a lot, like a long hair are weird to me, but short haired ones are very, they're very striking. They're very, they're very pretty. Um, but the personality traits when I like, looked up a tortoiseshell cat because I'd never even heard of that before. Um, it was kind of spot on. So, I mean, they're a little out of pocket. They're a little unpredictable. Just like Bayana. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, y'all know me. Um, I got the, a great gray owl, which I, y'all, if you're on the Facebook group, you know, because we were some we we had taken like a buzz. Which like really funny because it was and my was question one, was, like right before. You said what? Oh yeah, was, that's right. Yeah. yeah, and then I posted it late because I was like I saw it and I was like oh we just talked about this like a week ago or <laughs> yeah. like a couple days ago. Um, and so on that one initially we were taking the BuzzFeed quiz, which is weird because they only have options that are already that are taken by Harry Potter characters. So like you can only be like Ginny or Harry or Hermione or whatever. Yeah. Um, which is just like that's limited and strange. Um, whereas like this Patronus like thing, that it's that's the, why it's so weird that you could get like a salmon is like it's so it's like oddly specific. Mm-hmm. Um, and like. And there's a lot of options in a weird way. There's like a billion different types of cats you could be. Um, yeah. And I think and so like, I want to do yeah, it. I think, like, with, a- I think with me, I was excited because I like, 
identify with being an owl. I mean, like, I just took, like, the Myers-Briggs test and stuff for, like, professional development, like, work stuff. Um, and, like, they, like, a lot, it aligned my, um, personality type with an owl, which I was like, oh, yeah, I knew that. Um, and then <laughs> with getting this, I was, like, lit. So I was really nervous because I was like, I'm going to be mad if it's, like, a rant, like, an owl, an animal. Like I a tortoiseshell cat. Well, I mean, I think that there's some, I don't know, I didn't know what to expect, I guess. Like, I, like, I woke up and saw it and immediately took it versus, mm-hmm. like, I then, like, later in the days when I saw other people's, like, options and stuff. And so for some of them, I'd been like, oh, whatever, okay. And others, I'd have been like, the fuck? Like, why? Yeah. Um, so I was just happy because it was something that I, like, already recognized in myself. But, like, at, however, like, and that's not even to say that the the quiz is, like, valid or like you know like the end all be all of whatever it was just kind of nice for it like to not have an issue with Pottermore for once yeah it just it aligned with what you had yeah. already thought so I mean yeah I think that you know there are ways in which I'm cat-like or whatever but I also am one of those people where my mood at the time like I've been sorted by Pottermore into like three different houses. So at this point, like, I think it's whatever mood I am in at the time, whatever, like, frame of mind I'm in. So I kind of am interested to take the Pottermore quiz or the Patronus quiz again. The only problem is is that it makes you sign in so you can only take it once. So I don't really want to go through, like, having, like, 18 different, like, fake email addresses so that I can take this quiz. Um, it's not that serious. Yeah. And hopefully um, it'll be, like, on some other site sooner or later. Even though I don't really know how they can do that. How they can, like, Yeah, that the, one seemed really complicated algorithm. the way that they were, yeah. like... Yeah. Like, some of the other ones are pretty, like... They're more... I guess they're more straightforward. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one seemed a little bit, like, more complicated or whatever. Um, you can also, like, along with the quiz, is a new writing on the Patronus charm. Um, one of the other things that's really cool about this quiz is that it, like super fits with what we're talking about right now seriously um, we're like I, that's well, I mean, I, like, like perfect literally timing. in this episode too um so like yeah so that part is really cool um so you can go to Pottermore and read just on the Patronus charm if even if you don't want to take like the quiz or whatever um it has some really like cool or, like interesting information um yeah yeah, I um, I do like the idea uh, though that like the the writing kind of expands on the use of Patronus, Patroni, <laughs> Patronuses, Patroni, Patroni, um, whatever the plural form. I think we decided in the Wizard Team Facebook group what the plural form of Patronus was, and I think it's Patroni. Um, but anyway, I like I like that it expanded on like the uses of it because we know from the books that it can be used to ward off a dementor and it can be used as like a way to communicate between like the as messenger between wizards. You know, she talks about the ways in which, you know, it it's used kind of beyond those things a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then also just, you know, how difficult it is and Right, like, she reiterates, like, a bunch of times that it's not, that most wizards and witches can't, like, make a corporal Patronus. Um, so, like, while, which is kind of funny, because it's, like, while it's nice to know what your Patronus would be, at the same time, like, mm, would you even be that ballin' to even have a Patronus? Right. <laughs> um, um, I would like to think, too, like, I wouldn't really need my Patronus. I mean, like, I would hope. Remus doesn't form a corporal corp. Patronus 
often or ever mm-hmm. if he can help it. Um, and he has the ability too, which also then like re um, reaffirms how baller um, the DA was because at a certain amount, like after working, like they all are a good I chunk mean. of them could form a corporal Patronus. So yeah, um, that's, true. that's baller. So, um, magical, do you want to move on? Or are we? Yeah, let's okay. move on. Magical birthdays. Next Tuesday is none other than Minerva McGonagall's birthday. McGee. Shout out to her. Bala. AKA the headmistress of wizard team Hogwarts. <laughs> right. Cause um, that's the only headmaster of Hogwarts we acknowledge. That's the only one we recognize. <laughs> um, are the only mistress of the school as well. Right. Even with Dumbledore, true. even with, while Dumbledore is alive, the only mistress of the school we recognize is McGonagall. Is McGonagall. Yeah. Um, yeah. So next Tuesday, shout out to Harry for um, using an unforgivable curse on that motherfucker who tried to spit on her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, this is a short chapter. So we sent out um, a call to wizard team that, you know, if you had any questions, we're going to do a little bit of a question time before we get into the chapter. Um, I feel like we made a mistake there. I feel like we should have put some, uh, rules and regulations around not only the kind of questions, but who could ask questions. Um, uh, Robin, what? I just, I feel like you're feeding into one of the questions. <laughs> I feel like well, some of the questions are, you know. Well, go in order, yes. but just, yeah, know that you're just proving the need for a question like that. I don't, I don't agree Theoretically. At all. Theoretically. I don't agree. Okay. All right, let's so, go. So, first question, who are your favorite ancillary characters and why? This question was from Portia? Yes. Um, so... I wonder about this. Um, you might have a different take on it, but I don't know, like, when you say ancillary characters, are you talking about, like, to me, Luna is not an ancillary character, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, for me, right now, my favorite, and it's kind of all because of Wither Team canon, is Davy Gudgeon um, <laughs> and Hotep Ernie. Like, those are my two favorite ancillary characters, and most of that is because of what we, our own headcanon, and not so much what they've done or what they did in the books. And also right. Trevor the Toad. Um, oh, yeah, Trevor the Toad. Because he's balling. He's just Agent got... Agent He's Agent T. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, that, so that's what I got. Um, if you consider Luna Lovegood an ancillary character, one, what's wrong with you? That's rude. Mm-hmm. Get your head out of your ass. Like, come on. And two then she would be my number one. But I don't... I mean, yeah, I was kind of struggling with it too because I was trying to like... If I had had time and I didn't because I was at work and I was trying to get stuff done, it was a struggle this week. But um, This week was terrible. If I had had time, I would have like made... Because this is how I am. I was going to... As soon as I saw the question, I was like, oh, I got to make a list and like make like levels and like tiers and like, okay, which ones do I consider? Like it was... I was about to go in and then I was like, Guys, Diana, you have actual work to do and like no time or like brain power to do it. FYI, this is why we can never do with her team live because the preparation for this question, <laughs> like 
we have to do it, and then we have to record earlier so she can get her whole mind straight and. We, yeah. we, we will never, like, do a quick turnaround of, like, oh, we recorded this Wednesday and it came out Wednesday. Like, that won't happen, so. <laughs> I think we've done, we've done something similar once, but, no, that was just when we were in London and those were, like, recaps, so that yeah. like, there was nothing to prepare. Um, but if there had been, I would have prepared. Um, <laughs> she would have made lists. And tears. And spreadsheets. Y'all, the way my brain works, if I'm not, if I don't feel prepared, I just get, like, super anxious and, like, even if it all works out, I like, don't like having to do things on the fly. I know, and I'm not. I hate I'm, it. I'm, and, and even when it's like not a big, even when it's low stakes, like it doesn't matter. Like the level of like whatever. I'm always like, no, I have to beep. I have to have it to get. Like it's a problem. I'm not even talking about like that. I'm talking about just the sim- the question of, yo, what character? Like I know, I still haven't answered what the question. Pops out, like, <laughs> literally, like those were when I saw the question. Those were the ones that popped into my mind, and I was like, cool. Davy, Hotep Ernie, and Agent T. I like Buckbeak. Well, I think the other reason is that I was I was w- trying to decide whether Dean was would be considered ancillary, um, and I also feel like, but then I also didn't want to bring Dean up because we talked about Dean all the time. Um, but Dean is super. This is the thing about Dean that you like listeners, and I think both of us need to just like understand is that. His final, the final version of Dean is kind of an ancillary character, but he's so interesting and we have so much like fandom work around him and things. That, and, and like, let's just be like, let's call a thing a thing. Like they cast him, Alfie Enoch, Alfie is Bay. Dean is. Wes was back on my TV screen last <laughs> week slash yesterday. Oh my I was gosh. All about that life. Um, but you know what I mean? So it's like, we need to just like own the fact that like we Dean is a part of our lives in a way that I don't <laughs> I don't think that like I wouldn't consider nice. Dean or even like Lee Jordan or like yeah, any of the that, second I, see, that's the other thing, I consider them that, like, second tier but not ancillary like Dean right. plays a role in the book and I think the other thing is that it depends on when you say favorite ancillary characters and it's like in Harry Potter or in wizard team, because we made our own, like you, like your answers were like wizard team answers. No yeah. one else come like would ever think of Davy Gudgeon and Ernie Mackman, like of all the people. Um, so sorry, uh, Portia, we like think too much. I think we, I went with my gut Portia. Flash me. I won't. I just. Slash, I was just like, okay. I don't really understand. I had like maybe we should have asked follow up questions at the time, but um, I just went with my gut. I was like, I think ancillary characters means like low stakes. They don't play a role in the plot. Really, I tried to go with my gut. I like Winky, but Winky Winky's has a role. Cool. I think I that's know, the other thing only, too. It's, it's like only in one book. Yeah, like I, she's see, still around. See, and I think that's the issue too. Is that it's like Dean's. Like, right now, Dean would probably be considered Ooh, an ancillary Andromeda character. Tonks. Huh? Andromeda Tonks. Oh. She's lit. She is lit. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that's what I'm saying. But I'm thinking, like, okay, so right now, Dean is kind of probably considered an ancillary character. But when it comes to um, Half-Blood Prince... For sure, and then in Deathly Hallows, like he stepped his role steps up, kind of the same way with like 
until this book, you could consider Scabber as an ancillary character, right? You hear he's like mentioned in passing as a way to just like provide color to the world. So the way I went about it is that I, Ernie McMillan never does that in any book. Yeah. I don't think Davy Gudgeon's ever mentioned again. (laughs) Um, But so that's less than ancillary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, Trevor, the toad is a toad. So Mm -hmm. we just have his, you know, backstory or our headcanon about his backstory, but he never plays a role besides the fact that he just always, he stay living. It's true. So, very true. Okay, so we spent hella time on that one question. Yep, and you never answered <laughs> and it. We have more, and I, I did. I gave some. <laughs> yes. Whatever. Okay. Um. Okay. Next question. When did you realize that you were both Potterheads? So I have a question about this question. <laughs> okay. Is the question okay? So if the question is when did I realize myself that I was a Potterhead? Yeah, that's the question. Then and then we can answer the, your other one too. Okay. So then I realized myself that I was a powerhead when I went to the first midnight um release and I think that was Goblet of Fire. Um and I think the the recognition that like oh not only does this because at that point you could order them, you know like you get them mm-hmm. ordered in the mail and like they'd come, they'd just come like that day later. And so the recognition that I was like, oh, I could get this, like, shipped to me, and I don't have to worry about standing in line, or I could stand in line, and I could get it a good six hours earlier than if it got shipped to me, and I wouldn't be worried about, like, the United States Postal Service, because I knew, like, I had already saw myself being, like, calling the post office, like, bitch, where's my book? Like, you know, (laughs) like, if anything went wrong, it was all going to go south. And when I got there and saw all of those people with doing this, who did the same calculations that I did and then like having those conversations um, and being like, not only was getting my book and then I, you know, stayed up the whole night and finished it and read it in a night and then like slept and then woke up and read it again. Mm. Um, like not only was that totally worth it, but then that experience alone of like that book, like the release of the book and the party and whatever was worth it. That's when I was like, okay, this is, this is something real and special. And right. I think for me, um, I don't know. I feel like there's different moments. Um, for one, because I started reading them so like early in my life, I didn't get to go to like, like, you know, the premieres and like the book releases and stuff because I was like a kid. Um, and also I wasn't like, in like integrated within like fandom culture until like late high school early college and by that point all the books were out already um and so in terms of like potterhead as like a name i didn't like know i didn't consider my or i didn't even know that was like a term until like later like after i'd already read the books but also when i was um like as i was reading the book i like again this is just gonna again like going back to the last question (laughs) i used to I, i should try to find it because I keep most of my journals from like middle school and like elementary school, mostly because they're hilarious um, <laughs> and kind of sad. But in one of them, I like wrote, I like had a tally of how many times I had read, read, or read each of those books. And it was before like Half Blood Prince and Deathly Hollows had even come out. So that's, I was maybe like 10 or 11. And by that point I had read them at least, all of them at least 10 times. Um, 
And so, like, I was definitely, like, really into it. And I think that, and, you know, like, I had friends who also liked Harry Potter, but we didn't talk. I didn't talk with my friends about it very much. And they were all more like classmates. My mm-hmm. actual friends weren't into Harry Potter. So it's just also, like, I think I've always been a Potterhead. Um, but because of the way I grew up with it, in terms of, like, who I was around, it wasn't the same as now, where I would just, like, openly talk about how much I loved Harry Potter. Um I would maybe mention it to people who had read it, but like you quickly, you can quickly tell when people aren't as into something as you are. Um, and because I had never until, I mean, and we'll mention like when we both found out we were like, we each other, like we're Potterheads. Um, before that, it was very much a like isolated thing, I guess. And it's not in a way where I felt lonely and it's not like a woe is me. It was just yeah, like, I it was something that you in the did. same way that I do now because I didn't have like someone else to be like, yo, this thing, or I wasn't because I was young. I didn't have like, oh, I'm going to Barnes and Noble and there's like all of these people who are into Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I think I that know. that's like, I mean, going to the, um, release parties for me too. I think the reason why those are so, monumental for me was because I was really the same like I didn't have anyone in my life that loved Harry Potter like that I didn't have friends that I could talk to about it it was very singular it was like something that I did and something that I loved and also something that when I realized like I might have had like a conversation I'm like I'm not remembering this so much as I like know myself and I think this is probably something that happened but I might have had a conversation with someone who brought up how they liked Harry Potter and then I tried to follow up and it was like, oh, mm-hmm. no, that's... Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, okay. It was like the moment when you told me, so, um, but I had gone to, like, the bathroom or something when we were at um, Cursed Child and she had overheard someone be like, oh, yeah, I really love these books. I read them, like, four times. And she told me that and we both looked at each other like, um, or, like, that moment when we were standing in line at Platform 9 and 3 quarters and we were just mm-hmm. like, oh, this is, you know what I mean? So, like, I had that one moment, but I never, again, I never, like, made lasting friendships with the people in line. It was just me by myself right. waiting to get my well, book, no, but it's seeing... still more like the community yeah, of it. Yeah, but just knowing... Like, because I don't, yeah, I have, yeah, I'm like, I don't think I have any lasting friendships because of Harry Potter other than you, but also we're, like, family, so, <laughs> it's like, you know, we yeah. see, like, you know what I mean? It's a, It's still a little bit different, but, like, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just... Yeah, and it definitely wasn't a lonely... Because everybody knew I, like, read a lot. Everybody knew I loved books. I don't think... And, you know, certain people... Like, my parents knew that I loved Harry Potter, so, like, specifically. Um, and I remember my dad, like, took me to the bookstore. It was maybe, like, the day... a couple, Like, either the day or, like, a couple days after Order of the Phoenix came out. And, like... So it was still really close to when the premiere, like, mm-hmm. when it dropped because, like, they had all the, like, like swag. So I got, I had this, you know, remember the Live Strong bands? Yeah. Um, so I got one of those, um, and it had, like, the date that Order of the Phoenix, like, that the, like, the date that mm-hmm. it dropped. And I wore that, like, every day until it broke. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, something that I, I would have done. I always had it on. Yeah. Um, um, and then yeah, I guess I really to answer the too. second part of that question, which is how I was like, how I read it the first time, the t- the when we realized that we were both Potterheads, um, was that you had just graduated from high school, was it? No, no, I no. was still in high school. It was it was that just was a the summer because the second time we were prepared. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> we were like, this is what we're doing. Yeah. But it was the first time. It was like it was like a summer. I want to say I was like fifteen. Yeah. Maybe 14 or 15. 
something like that. Actually, I think that's com- like completely right because that's about what the time I got my Pato tattoo. And that's around the time that Order the, that the Order of the Phoenix movie came out, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, then yeah. So um, I was living in San Diego at the time, and Bayana had was like summer vacation started, and I think we've told this like version some version of this story, but my mom yeah. is like, "Oh, Bayana's gonna come spend a week." Um, which when my mom, my mom has notorious for inviting people like my younger cousins to come spend like time. And then she just looks at me like, okay, they're coming. What are you going to do? And I'm like, I didn't invite them, you know? So it was kind of this like weird thing where, um, I knew that like everyone knew like Brianna's quiet. She's shy. Um, she likes to read and I like to read, but my mom was like, you know, think of some things you're going to do with her, blah, blah, blah. And so it's like literally going to an introvert and being like, you need to entertain someone for a week. And I was like, what the, I don't know what I'm going to, what are we going to do? She's 15. I'm a very lame 23 year old. Like, you know, like she can't go to the bars and that's kind of what I, like the only thing that I was doing was like going to the bars and watching football. Um, I don't even think it was football season at that point. Um, And then if, if, if it wasn't football season, I was, in my room. So she came and we stared at each other for a little bit. And then she, I was like, what do you want to do? And she was like, I just want quiet. <laughs> she like, I think that was the point of you coming. You want Man. to like go to the yeah, beach. Yeah, I think so too. Cause I'm trying to think 15. So Bossy and Icky were like 13 and 10. Yeah. Yeah. So you were like, I just yeah. want quiet. And then I think like the things that she said, like she wanted to go to the beach. She wanted tacos and she wanted to go see Harry Potter. Um, or that was just something that I was like, oh, do you want to go to the movies? And then we went to see Harry mm-hmm. Potter. Something like that. So I don't think we made it because... So we, what we happened realized. was, we that was like our plan. And then for some reason, we were like, well, we should read the book first. And then we were like, well, we should read... We shouldn't start from the fifth book. That doesn't make any sense. Like, why? who does that? I brought almost all of the books with me. Yeah, and I I'm had like, sure. and I had like multiple copies of one book, or for at some least reason. the ones that I didn't bring. You had, yeah, but I didn't even know that. I think I was already reading it when I got there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I because back then, like when I didn't have things to do, I would read those books in like a day or two and just be done. So I brought like multiple, <laughs> like because co- I was like, oh, I'm gonna finish this. Like, there's no point. Yeah, <laughs> in just bringing one, that's playing myself. Um. But yeah, no, and I just, I also remember, yeah, I don't even know, because I don't think we knew that we liked Harry Potter. It was just like, oh, you like Harry Potter? And it's like, yeah. And then I was just, I was reading it all the time. And then I think you had Harry Potter seen it. And we yeah, played we played that. We just had and a Harry we were, Potter and then, oh, week. And then you were like, we went to Target and you were like, because you were like, oh, do you want to just have a Harry Potter marathon? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so we like went and like rented the movies. Um, and I think also I, that's when I bought my Goblet of Fire because that was the only book I didn't own. Oh, okay. Um, because I because I borrowed the when I first started reading Harry Potter, I borrowed the first four books from my grandmother, um, and so yeah, that was the only one I didn't own. And so then that was all we did. And then Robin's mom was like <laughs> so super, mad, like she was mad. She was just like, y'all haven't left the house. Y'all aren't doing anything. I remember we got kicked out right of the house. Like, no, I'm fine. I'm we got kicked fine. out of the house, so we drove. I drove to get like Chinese food. And then we, like, ate there, 
And we were like, we've been gone long enough, right? Right. And then we came yeah. back and we just the like. The only other times we left were to get things for Harry Potter. Yeah. Like, I think we got snacks. Yeah. And we like went and bought, we went and got the movies. That was it. And I, and I didn't own the movies because, and this is like another thing about like how much I love our family, but then they don't really get it. So my aunt at the time, like our aunt at the time worked at a, a theater, or not a theater, a studio. Um, and so she, I, she kept being like, oh, do you want me to get you this? Do you want me to get you? Cause she could like, just get all this cool swag. And I was like, no, I'm not buying them. Cause I know that when all of the movies are done, there is going mm-hmm. to be a collection and I am going to need that. The wizarding collection. I need it. I, still, I need it too. I need it so bad. Um, what got lucky for me, sorry, this is like a mini tangent, <laughs> is that my, for the holidays, like it was before the Deathly Hollows parts one and two came out. Like, my, somebody got me, like, the box set of one through six, and the only reason that was okay is because one and, like, part one and two, they were separate, so then those came together. Mm. So then it was cool. I still want the full collection. So I have a box set of one through five, and then I have, it's a, it looks like a trunk, so then I have um, six and the sevens in there. Actually, I don't even think I have number six, but, um... Yeah, and so they just they they fit in the box, but they don't look like the rest of them. It drives me mad. It drives me bonkers. Um, I've I've gone so far as like numerous times, like okay, this weekend I'm gonna go buy like CD cases and like print stuff out so they look similar to the other ones and get yeah. Right. But anyway, so that was basically when we both realized that we were both Potterheads, and then it became a thing where like uh, we planned out at, like a Harry Potter weekend. Um, mm-hmm. A couple of years later, well, no, the, no, that then the next time I was coming again for like a week after I graduated yeah, high school, we did, um, yeah, and then we like decided that was all we were gonna do. Except I also made you watch This Is It. Yeah, that, that was, was the rude. Only thing that was not connected to Harry Potter, but Michael Jackson is always connected. But that was rude. That we do. Um, I told her I wasn't watching it. I hadn't watched it. I had no plans on watching she told it. Me I, ha- she hadn't I bought watched it, it. And I was like, and it was in the it was is, in the I'm rack. From a family like my my dad and my stepmom like cosplayed as Michael Jackson <laughs> to go watch This Is It, and I was like, like nope. So I was like, what do you mean you haven't watched it? <laughs> she was um, like, it's right there. You own it. And I was like, yep. And if you can see, it's still in its wrap. I'm not watching that. Yeah. I so, unwrapped yeah. it and we watched it. Um, and I've never watched but, it again. Yeah. So then, since. yeah, since then it's just like, cause I think, yeah, I grad. no, actually no, before that, you're right. Before that, before I graduated, you like texted me and was like, oh, I'm going to be, be here for like a weekend. Mm-hmm. So let's watch Harry Potter. And I was like, lit. And then I went to visit for like a week. And so then like, since then it's just been like, that's what we do. Yeah. I mean, not anymore because. Now we have like Marvel well, now, marathons too, or Doctor Who nights yeah. or whatever. And it's like more cause we see each other more often and stuff. Yeah. So, like. Yeah, at first it was just like, okay, Robin's here, Harry Potter. And it was really funny, too, because I was telling my friend when I was just doing my Midwest tour, because they were, like, um, asking me about the podcast and stuff. And I was like, y'all, like, people always underestimate how large California is. And so they're like, well, you didn't see her? And I'm like, no, she lived in Oakland. Like, we saw each other for major (laughs) events. Eight hours away. And, like, my mom is the kind of person where, like, my mom went to Tokyo for, the like, 28 hours. Like, my mom never stays anywhere. So when we had to go up to, like, Northern California for something, it was, like, in and out. And then Mm -hmm. when they would come down, like, they used to come, you guys used to come for, like, Thanksgiving every year, and, like... Yeah. It was... And New Year's. And New Year's, but there were so many of us, and so it wasn't, Mm -hmm. like, you know, we'd never really 
We have a huge-ass family. Y'all. Yeah, so many people. So, like, when it, it was always, like, these big events with a bunch of people, and we never... And we're eight years apart, so it wasn't, like... Right. Um... And then I was always, like, babysitting or something. Like, there was always, like, some baby. And then, like, (laughs) they were old enough to go do fun stuff. And then I was, like, the youngest of the people that were allowed to, like, watch the baby. So it was like, Robin, you stay here. Watch the baby. We're going to go gallivant (laughs) off and have an adventure. And I would be like, meh. So. Right. I mean, it's that. And then also, like, I have cousins my age, well, one cousin and the rest of them are si- are my siblings. Yeah. Wow. Um, and then, like, you have cousins your age. Yeah. Um, so that's other, it's like a, there's like a weird, there's like a gap in between, like, our ages. It's like a bunch of kids in, like, my age group and then in Robin's age group. And so, yeah. yeah. Anyway, we found each other eventually. <laughs> and thus, and thus started with her team. Um, <laughs> oh, and that's when we got, like, our gang sign. That gang sign is old, but we had it for, like, yeah, so. We've had, like, that's the thing. Wizard team has been a thing that I've been saying for, like, a long time. And yeah. then when we decided to do the podcast, we were like, oh. oh we have a name. That's what we can call it. <laughs> like, hey. Um, okay, so the next question is, what's the plan after Deathly Hollows Part 2? Um, who knows? Well, no, we have a loose I plan. Mean, we want to do, it, but... we, we talked about doing some, um, topical things like we did like a bonus episode about kind of about race um but like i would love to do a couple of like character studies like deep character studies about certain Mm -hmm. people we kind of gave you a little preview with remus when we talked about remus but like going really in depth about like everything that we know about certain major characters um and also like interviews we can swing them like yeah things that we also kind of like so basically just more bonus episodes because there's some things that we would try to do like if they come up during the books and it like fits. Yeah. Um, but some of it doesn't and some of it is just like we don't have time to like go into depth in every single character. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, yeah. who knows? There's still like, you know, Cursed Child and Fantastic Beast. Right. And, and so it who, could potentially like... Yeah. I mean, we've... The, the books further. have been out for however long and we still find things to talk about. So... Um, Other thing is... This, we're not done until 2019. Right? <laughs> Y'all don't have to worry. Y'all might be like, got three oh, years to figure out some extra thank stuff, Thank God too. they're done. We don't want any more of this. Let's move on. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll do Twilight. No, we're not doing Twilight. I'm going to do something with Twilight. Twilight makes me laugh. Twilight is um, pretty funny, but... Um, yeah, or like, yeah, I don't know. There's just lots of... We options. have ideas, guys. We have so many ideas. So many ideas. That's the problem. <laughs> Too many actually. ideas. Too many ideas. Um, okay, next question. Why does Robin have no chill? You well, have no chill. That's a that's a good question. One that I don't know that we can answer on this podcast. You know what? Um, you know what? Here's the thing. What you deem is chillless or being without chill, I deem as being very passionate about my passions and very thoughtful but also emotional. And I'm not scared to show my emotions. I feel like that's a very like toxic thing. So yeah, one man's chill is another man's treasure or something. I don't know. Fuck you. I do what I want. Somebody put that on the t-shirt, please. Bleep. Including the, I don't know. Fuck you. <laughs> that part is key. Um, when is Ami coming back on the show? Um, we, so 
<laughs> there have been chances. On the, one hand, on the one hand, like, we never planned when she comes on the show. Like, literally, that was just her running into it because she doesn't understand doors. She might now a little bit more, but, like, yeah. at the time, she didn't understand doors. And so, or she understood them. She just didn't give a fuck. Yes. So she would just walk in. And so that was kind of how it happened. Um, and the same the same stance today. Right. And, like, and, and also, it's, it's, like, it's, it's, she's at the time when, like, it's just harder to kind of, like, if she's there, it's not, you know what I mean? It's not really going to work. Granted, again, 2019 is like when, is like the tentative ending of Wizard Team. Not really, as we just said, we have ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, by that point, she'll be seven. So I'm sure she'll come back at some point. We just don't know when yeah. or in like what capacity, unless she decides if she's around that she just like barges in. But we try to like schedule it around her, to be honest. Yeah, we're um, at the point where, I mean, I've wanted her to like, be on the show a couple of times, but she does two things. One, she will cause a disturbance, and then when you try to get her to talk on the mic, she refuses. She's, like, silent. That's the other <laughs> thing, is, like, kids are, like, super weird, right? Because they'll do something super cute in the moment, like, in just split second, and you're like, what? What? <laughs> so, like, for example, when I was back home, um, the Hamilton, like, Twitter, they put out a thing, like, for Hamilton kids, and they were, like, seeing Room Where It Happens, and I happened to already have a video of her singing it. When she was supposed but to be on Time Out. That, but before that, I was like, okay, Ami, because we were in the car. I was like, sing room where it happened. So, like, Akira played it on the front, and then Ami just sat there and stared at the camera. She was like, like I'm not your She was monkey. smiling, but she was just, like, sitting there. So, like, it's, like, it's not really shy or, like, nervous, but it's just, like, they get too, you know, I don't know. This is a thing that kids, kids do I, once the Ami, camera comes up or, like, it's time to actually do the thing that they've been doing. They're like, no. Ami like, is not shy or nervous. She is just she, like, and that's F not what you, it is. It's I don't want to like do a, what you want me to do when you want me to do it. That right, is her which thing. Is valid. That is her. It's, it's valid. Super valid. It's valid. Um, um, so yeah, it's just this is a lot of things. Yeah. I'm sure. Like I do have ideas of like when she does get a little bit older, just because of the way that we are kind of like making her a modern. <laughs> um, she. So I'm really curious to see whether that sticks, and then also like if it does slash when it does, um, like what her thoughts will be about Harry Potter. So yeah. at some point, it's just like she's not at the age where we can. I mean, by like, seven, really she probably can read Sorcerer's Stone and watch them and Chamber of Secrets and Chamber of Secrets, and she can watch. She can definitely watch the movies. My brother saw the movie at like five. Yeah, but I mean, like sit at, at the basilisk, but yeah. But I mean, sit through the movie. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. You know, I mean, she already watches movies. She, and, like, yeah, I mean, can sit through movies, and so yeah, she wa- she'll, she'll watch it, but she can't sit through it right now. So like, you don't know like what she's catching, what and, she's picking up, and yeah, 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 you know. Um, so yeah, so like she'll, I'm sure she will come back on the show. Um, also because of just the way that we are, and we always <laughs> have our, we like having our family on the show just in general because they're funny. Um, so yeah, at some point, at some point in the future, yeah. Um. Okay, which hollow would you choose and why? Invisibility cloak. Same. It's it's been my dream. Like, you know when people ask you like what super power would you have? I always choose invisibility or the ability to read minds. To See, and same. I like I alternate. I alternate. And then I'm like, do I really want to hear people's brains all the time and then The only reason why I choose the ability to read minds is cuz of I have anxiety, obviously, we know this, and I'm always convinced that I am like, there is subtext in conversations that I'm not getting. And, like, well, mm-hmm. he said, okay, but what he really meant was, F you, you're ugly, and I hate you, and I hate everything about you. And then people mm-hmm. are like, where did you hear that from? And I'm like, it was in there. 
It was in the pause. Right. It was in the dot, dot, dot. It was in something. <laughs> you know what I mean? So the ability to read someone's mind so I can be like, oh, they said okay, and they meant okay. Like... <laughs> And they didn't right. think anything or else. Or they meant fuck you. Or they meant <laughs> like, fuck either you. Way, you know what I mean? If you know for sure, yeah. Yeah, so that's the reason why I want the ability to read minds. Um, invisibility is just more simple. I just want to be left alone. Um, I don't like to be put on the spot. I like attention when I like attention on my own terms, in my own way. Yeah, so under control. Yeah, I mean I so. I agree with I agree with that. Like I definitely would choose the invisibility cloak, um especially just because of the three, it's the least like problematic. Yeah. Um I don't particularly need to be all powerful. That's just seems I don't like think I'm trying to I mean, we've talked like, about it a little bit. I ain't trying to duel nobody. That's what I'm saying. So, that's just a lot. Like why though? My elder one usage would be like, "Oh, I'm about to do some tight cleaning up spells cuz it is gross right? in here." Like, right? "Oh, my charm work is about to be on point <laughs> for this, like, marathon, like, eating binge session I'm about to do. Like, it would be very boring. I think Hamilton would choose the Elder Wand. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would choose the Elder Wand in terms of, like, Accio Hamilton tickets first row. Accio, like, Hamilton Chicago tickets. Uh, I want Hamilton tickets. <laughs> I want all of the Hamilton. This is a, this is a, um, a trend. Um, <laughs> but. Yeah, no. So, yeah, I would definitely choose Invisibility Cloak. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I would love to be invisible sometimes, especially just, like, walking down the street. I don't, yeah. Like, also. It's better. It's, that, that would be so much better than headphones. Right? Yo. It would be great. I would. That would be awesome. Also, we um, also mentioned like our large family, so it would be really nice sometimes to like when we're all together to get like some some alone time and sneak out <laughs> in a way that doesn't yeah. seem so. I mean, like sometimes they're okay with us having alone time, but like usually it's like, "Where are you going?" And everyone turns and looks at you, and you're like, "I just need a minute." Yeah. <laughs> so um, I would love to like pose this question back to you guys. Um, hashtag Wither Team on Twitter, or however you want to like, let us know um, which Twitter hollow. Poll. Twitter poll. I uh, really like that too. If you guys didn't know already, if you didn't notice, um, I was doing Twitter polls and you were like, meh about it, and then you were like Twitter poll, really? and then you just like went. I was mad about yeah, it. Yeah, I did a couple of Twitter polls earlier, and like I wasn't getting any like love from you about like I was like, oh, I just did this Twitter poll, and you were like, really? Okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, it probably I really don't remember like the reaction, and so it's probably just because I was like not in a like physical space where I could really. Or again, she could have yeah, she could have just been like okay and meant okay, and I just thought she meant that too. F yeah, you, I and so I stopped like, doing cool. it. <laughs> and you, yeah. It was like, oh, my, I don't like probably, this. Like, no, it's actually cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, I don't remember not liking them. Um, okay, anyway, um, last question. If you could have one magical ability, what would it be and why? Um, I would say apparate um, or like teleportation just in general because I really hate commuting. Um, I'm also always and late. And also like after... Um, you know, like, after work, mm-hmm. having to, like, get... And, like, even if it was driving, just have, like, the having the moving to home, like, from work to home, I hate it. I'd rather just be like, bam, I'm at home. I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to see people. I don't have to walk anywhere. I would I would love that very much. Um, operating would be the practical thing for me to choose because I am always late, and I apologize to everyone who I've 
ever kept waiting. I don't mean to, but it is just a thing. I have a hard time leaving my house. I also don't really understand time. So when I say I'm going to be somewhere at 6, I think that I could leave at 5.58 and be there at 6. I, like, honestly think that. And then I'm like, what was I thinking? I like to wait until the last minute. So apparition would, apparition would be the smart thing to choose. What I'm going to choose, though, mm-hmm. um, I would love the ability to, like, snap my fingers and clean my apartment. That's real. Y'all, I wish I could show... I, mean, I don't wish I could show you. No one deserves to see this, but I've been living <laughs> in squalor for legit... How long has it been since we got back from London? Two months? Like two months. I've been living in... Hashtag... No more BG and all in London. I know. Mm. I still, I didn't eat my chocolate frog the other day, so I still have that going for me. What? You still have it? Yeah. I want another chocolate You frog. ate yours so fast. I did. It was really good. Y'all, y'all know I have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shouldn't surprise you. Yeah. So I, I'm, I mean, it's on my to-do list tonight after we finish recording, but it's been on my to-do list for about two months, so... We'll see how it goes. Um, <laughs> clean my apartment. Insta clean. Real. Um, okay. So that was the last question. Thank you to those of you who submitted them. Um, if you have any other questions that you just didn't get up or like follow up questions, um, you can just like tweet us or hit us up and we'll answer them like on the internet and everything. Um, yeah. All right. So let's get into. The Dementor's Kiss. Uh, this is chapter 20. Um, and it's a super quick chapter. I mean, there's a lot that happens. And you know we have feelings. So who knows how long it'll take. But it's oh, wait, really, wait, wait, it's wait, really wait. Sorry, 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 oh. sorry. I completely mm-hmm. forgot. Magical birthdays. Last Friday was Corbin, my nephew's birthday. He is currently wearing the Robin shirt that I got. Like Batman and Robin, but like Robin. Um, shirt mm-hmm. that I got him at Comic-Con. And he just got the cutest pair of Green Bay Packer overalls. They're like yellow and green striped and he's eating cake and I'm getting these pictures real time and he is the most adorable child in the world. Um, him and Aminata are like neck and neck for my heart. Um, you know, you can't choose favorites, but happy magical birthday, Corbin. You're three. I can't believe it. When did you turn three? And he can do sign language, which is great. And he roars like a lion. Okay. Okay. Happy birthday, Corbin. <laughs> and he roars like a lion. He does. Okay. He goes, whoa. <laughs> and you're like, oh, God, you're adorable. Okay. Okay. Previously on Wizard Team. Fuck Snape. Um, so yes, let's move on. That. <laughs> yep. That. Um. It was revealed officially that Scabbers was really Peter Pettigrew in disguise um, and that he was the one who betrayed Lillian James to Voldemort, not Sirius. And then he framed Sirius because if he wasn't already a fuckboy, he was like, hey, I can top that. Let's go to the Hall of Um, Fame with this fuckboyness. Yep. Why not? Um, And so then Harry finally believes uh, Sirius and they're all on the same side. Um, Snape is still knocked the fuck out. Um, Which I love. And now they're getting ready to leave. So basically wait, wait, their wait, plan... Wait. Also, they made oh. a terrible decision by tying... Lupin and Ron, Ron to Peter to make sure that Peter doesn't turn into a rat again 
Meanwhile, Ron has a broken leg, and Lupin Somebody didn't forgot one major part of his, his physiology. Yeah. But before that, because this is that's the other thing about this chapter that we're about to read is that like it's really short, but it's just all the feelings all at once for no damn reason. It's just rude. Anyway, I love this book. Um, so their plan is that um, they're gonna take Peter up to the castle um, and turn him into Dumbledore, and then Sirius's name will be cleared, and everybody will be happy. And and Fudge, because Fudge um, is still there. Remember? Oh yeah, and Fudge, and Fudge will get some kind of thing. I don't know. Fuck him. Sorry. I hate him. Um, I hate you and your it. ugly ass bowler hat. All right. right. Like, you'll know imagine ass. Like, come on now. Harry had never can you, been... Can you not mix bright... Like, I'm sorry. Oh. He's been mixing patterns and colors that don't go. He is never... He They need a wizard what not to wear. And he should be on the first um, episode. Sorry. He's irritated. Harry had never been a part of a stranger group. <laughs> Crookshanks led the way down the stairs. Lupin, Pettigrew, and Ron went next, looking like entrance in a six-legged race because they're tied together. Next came Professor Snape, drifting creepily along, his toes hitting, the, hitting each stair as they descended, held up by his own wand, which was being pointed at him by Sirius. Harry... Um, really quick, really quickly, um, and this is just like a continuity thing and probably doesn't matter that much, but I'm pretty sure... Lupin is the one who did that spell, and I thought he did it with his own wand. He might have, but now he's tied up to Peter, so Sirius is doing the spell that's moving him. Okay, yeah, maybe they're not the same spell. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, that was like that was the one thing I was really confused about. That, yeah, but got it. Makes sense. Um, okay. So Harry and Hermione brought up the rear. Getting back into the tunnel was difficult. Lupin, Pettigrew, and Ron had to turn sideways to manage it. Lupin still had Pettigrew covered with his wand. Harry could see them edging awkwardly along the tunnel in single file. Crookshanks was still in the lead. Harry went right after Sirius. He was still making Snape drift along ahead of them. He kept bumping his lolling head on the low ceiling. Harry had the impression that Sirius was making no effort to prevent this. (laughs) MVP. (laughs) Let me change my vote right now. Oh, man. Um, You know what this means, Sirius said abruptly, turning Pettigrew in. You're free, said Harry. Yes, said Sirius, but I'm also, I don't know if anyone ever told you, I'm your godfather. Yeah, I knew that, said Harry. Well, your parents appointed me your guardian. If anything happened to them, Harry waited. Did Sirius mean what he thought he meant? I'll understand, of course, if you want to stay with your aunt and uncle. But, well, think about it. Once my name's cleared, if you wanted a a different home, some sort of explosion took place in the pit of Harry's stomach. What? Live with you? He, he said, accidentally cracking his head um, on a bit of rock protruding from the ceiling. Leave the Dursleys. Of course I thought you wouldn't want to, said Sirius. I understand. I just thought... Are, I, you, insane? are you insane? Of course I want to leave the Dursleys. Have you got a house? When can I move in? He, like, uh, a minute Sirius ago... Turned, a minute he, ago... You thought he, he thought he killed your parents. That is how <laughs> shitty the Dursleys are. Right? Like, for about a year... You thought this man was after you to kill you and that he killed your parents. Five minutes after you find out that ain't the case, where can I move in? Yeah. I'm there. Yeah. That is an indictment against the Dursleys if I ever heard one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That ain't got nothing to You're do better. with Sirius. I mean. No, that was all Dursley. Yeah. Because Harry doesn't know Sirius. You don't know him he at all. He doesn't know one goddamn thing about him <laughs> other than that he's the Godfather. Yeah. Like, really about him. He doesn't know anything. It's hilarious. Um, 
Sirius turned right around to look at him. Snape's head was scraping the ceiling, but Sirius didn't seem to care. He's the best. You want to, he said. You mean it. Yeah, I mean it, said Harry. Sirius's gaunt face broke into the first true smile Harry had seen upon it. Y'all, this... It, what, what pisses me off about this like passage it's is that it, it still makes me happy to read it, despite knowing like the bullshit that's about to happen in like a page and it make it breaks my heart every time because I'm like why am I so happy why is it so every great every time it's like, not. and then it does and it's like and I know what's gonna happen it's like every well, it's time like you reading, just hope that it's like it reading goes a game of differently Thrones. it's like reading a game of Thrones and like and being like, oh, Ned, you're not going to make the same dumbass mistake you did the last time I read this book. And then he makes the same dumbass mistake because it's a book and it's like written and, st- and that's that's it. You can't change it. That's what this that's what that little passage is to me in Harry Potter. Ned, and Ned, Ned, can we come on? Can we just take a moment? Ned, don't tip Cersei off that you're about to turn. Why? Why did why you talk you to Cersei? Like, why would you even? Why would you? Why would you? That? She. Why even go see Cersei? Why would you? Why would you go there? Just do what you're going to do. She ain't got no go scruples. Go to go tell Robert. Go to the woods. Right. What you doing? Why? Rob, why are you telling Cersei? Why are you? Why are? Why are you marrying this homegirl from like some other fuck ass house when you already? You promised. Said, you promised Walter. Frey, and you know Walter and, like, Frey ain't shit. Granted, he's he's a shit bag. Like he. But you knew is, that. Like, less than that. You knew that. That on was fire. well known. A shit bag on fire. But you knew that. You could have. They weren't hiding it, the fact that Walter Frey was a shit bag. The fuck, Rob? What you doing? What you doing? I hate it. I mean, she pretty, but you king of the north. You can have her as a concubine or whatever. Right. After you marry homegirl, like, keep your promises first. Look at what Robert did. Robert had all kinds of bastard children running around. Right. And you were, it was fine. It was fine. Look at Ned. Ned tried to go with his honor and then look, look what, what happened, the fuck to him. happened to him. Head on the spike. That's why you in war in the first place. Why are we doing this, guys? Back to Harry Potter. Sorry, I had to take a drink of water. I'm just, I just angry. The thing about this that is so heartbreaking about it is that they they say all of <laughs> Whew. Whew. Okay. They as loose of plans as they are, they made plans before you never do that. This is something that I learned from Harry Potter actually. That's true. Like, as much as I daydream, I went to Chicago and I was, like, living in Chicago. My friend has an extra room I can move into whenever, I, whenever I'm ready. I went to New York and then I was going to move to New York. <laughs> you don't make plans until you until you're can. It's one step at a time. That- and the thing that makes me, like, so You're... sad, right, is that, like, I'm sure, and I haven't even looked because I know I would just be sad. Like, I'm sure there's fanfic out there where Harry does move in with Sirius. Um, but then the other thing is, like, even if everything worked out, Harry would have still had to go back to the Dursleys because of, like, the blood, blood magic and shit. But even then, he could still go, like, he could go to the Dursleys. Like, how he does with the Weasleys. He could go to the Dursleys for, like, a week and be like, what's up? And then dip. Um... There's just so many, yeah, I don't know. It just makes me mad. And then especially, like, the, 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 like, sorry, I'm trying to, like, calm down. It's also really hot in my room. It's so um, hot in your room. The, the, like, things that happen in this chapter are what sow the seeds for shit that goes down in, well, in the next book, obviously, because of, like, you know, the prophecy is going to happen before midnight, blah, blah, blah. But then also in the Order of the Phoenix, um, Which is the things worst. that we will not name right now for reasons um, being that we're already in our feelings. So, 
Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's like extra. So like, just on top of it being like, oh, he gets caught or whatever, and Pettigrew gets away. Spoiler, because the spoiler heavy podcast. Um, it just it keeps having like repercussions for things that happen like years later, and it sucks. I hate it. It's great writing, but like, who needs that in their lives? Who needs good writing? No one. No one. Why can't we just have a like, good happy ending? I just want always. I just want Harry and Sirius to have a family that loves them unconditionally and that they can love. And Remus. Listen. I'm just saying he needs it just as much as I know. (laughs) I know. And I'm just saying when you said and Remus, it was like and Peggy. And I'm just, oh, like one more. Oh, like to the gut. Uh. It wasn't like and Peggy because Peggy's hilarious. But um, yeah, I just I just want them to have each other. And Remus. Basically. And Remus. They did not speak again until they had reached the end of the tunnel. Remus, this happens to you every month. And, like, no joke what we talked about last week about, like, um, the analogy to, like, or the stigma of HIV, AIDS, and blood diseases. This has always reminded me, um, sorry, male listeners, of, like... Nah. Listen, <laughs> they can listen. They can I mean, this. yeah, but I'm, you know, for some reason it makes you uncomfortable. Every month I have my cycle. God it's willing, unless and it can go to hell, unless, you know, God was like, hey, let's do this whole like Jesus thing again and like try it again. <laughs> but you know what I mean? What? That's none of your business, listeners. What I'm saying is every month. I am like, God, my back hurts. I'm so emotional. I'm really hungry. All I want right now is some chocolate. Where's the beef? Why can I, like, what is going on with me? I think I have every month, without fail, I think I haven't drank enough water. I think I'm dehydrated. (laughs) Every month. I think I'm dehydrated. I think that's what's wrong with me. That's why my lower back hurts and I'm feeling away. And then I wake up the next day and I'm like, God damn it. A month is not that long. It's It's not. It's like really every three weeks. Every three weeks. Because it's like, yeah, it's like not, it's not that long. Is it so traumatic that we try to just like push down those memories? That's what I'm curious. And I think that part of it with Remus is that like he... He's got a lot um, going on, like, on, on this month. On one hand, he's also just a lot going on right in this moment. So I get that he would have, like, forgotten. And then it's like, we're doing this. And you know what I mean? So I understand, like, in this particular moment. And that happens. And I and I have the same kind of thing where, like, I'll be exhausted. Or I'll have an attitude. And I'm, like, I'm just irritated. Like, people will do stuff that, like, on a regular day would make, you know, I'd be mildly mildly annoyed. But you want to like, kill him. I'd just be like, this is annoying, but okay, whatever. But you want to stab uh, a motherfucker. Go. But on this, yeah. And it's like the week before, I'll just be like, nah, homie, like, we're gonna, we, we gotta square up. Like, <laughs> you need these hands. <laughs> this is what you're telling me? Is you, on some, like, really small, like, petty shit that really doesn't matter. And then in my head, I'm like, why am I so angry? This doesn't make any sense. How did I get to this moment? Why am I also so sleepy? I just, I want some water. I got a headache. I just... Can I just lay down? And then I'm like, oh, oh, duh. But it's literally every single month. So maybe Siri, I mean, maybe Remus has a similar thing. That's what I'm saying. Like 
a period is people being like they, people get grossed out by it for like dumb reasons but like it's not the same as being a werewolf because it's not like the same stigma but in terms of like time management and remembering when it's gonna happen um it's similar and so I like kind of get like that part of it is like like you know it's a thing that happens but also you just block it out you block it out because it's so maybe it won't come this maybe it won't come this month maybe but then <laughs> with no the other thing with the period though is like if it doesn't come then you're on some other shit and you're like oh god yeah um, maybe or sometimes it just doesn't come I didn't have mine for like four months in college and I went to the health center and I was like look that Jesus thing though that was like a one time deal though right <laughs> And they were like, you're stressed <laughs> out. Jane, Gloriana, Vianna. <laughs> they were like, if you would just relax and calm down, everything will go back to normal. This is stress. And I was like, well, how am I supposed to stre- like not be stressed out when I think I'm pregnant? Anywho, that was a lot. This has been lots of information. <laughs> TMI. This has with been with TMI my with my <laughs> But no, but what I'm trying to say is, you know when, like, so if you're, like, lactose intolerant or whatever, but, like, mildly lactose, right? And you know, like, oh, I'm going to dinner, and then maybe we're going to want to go get some ice cream, so I should take this pill beforehand. Mm-hmm. Or, like, we're going to get, like, there's a possibility of pizza happening. Right. Just the forethought, the planning, like... It's important, definitely. And I think that Remus generally is on... You know what I mean? Like, I think this is the only time it hasn't really happened. And at this point... Like, no, because the time I think they that... Definitely been, I think they definitely should have noticed it. Like, I think yeah. that... Knowing... They, like, they, I think... And I don't think on, in this moment, I don't think it's only Remus. I think that, like... It's all of them. Sirius didn't peep, didn't... I mean, and also, granted, it was Snape who said it, and it was right before he just, like, went the fuck off. So, like, who's gonna remember, Right. Um, he just kind of like mentions it in passing that Remus forgot to take his potion Um, and so I don't know that like anyone would have really clocked it versus like yeah I don't know like in a perfect world they would have been like hey hey, Remus you're just gonna like stay in the shrieking child and we're gonna we'll figure this out ourselves together we'll come back Um, but yeah it just it every time I'm just like but it happens every month. So I need you to, Remus, I need you to remember. I mean, also, another analogy to this is a couple weeks ago when I ran out of my iron pills. Oh, God. And I was like, oh, I'll be fine. And then I, because I forgot to go buy a new one. So then I was like, I'll be cool. And then I woke up and I was not cool. I was dying low key. Yeah. Yeah. So th- these things happen. They do. So they shouldn't happen, but they do. <laughs> Sirius saw Snape through the hole, and um, well, first off, Crookshanks darted up first and hit the knock on the trunk. So the willow is still. Lupin, Pettigrew, and Ron clam- clambered through without any sound of sabbing branches. Sirius saw Snape up through the hole, then stood back for Harry and Hermione to pass, and they are all out. The grounds are very dark, and the only light came from the distant windows of the castle. Without a word, they set off. Pettigrew was still wheezing and occasionally whimpering, because, you know, Pettigrew and Pettigrew. Harry's mind was buzzing. He's leaving the Dursleys. He's going to go live with Sirius, his parents' best friend. He felt dazed. He didn't know what would happen when he told the Dursleys he was out. He was going to pull one of those, fuck you, I'm out. 
He was just but ready. But then he also was like, what would happen if he told the nurses he was going to live with the convict they'd seen on television? Yep. Which they would have a hernia. But then also, it would be great to, like, leave on that note. Yep. Don't, you know? don't sin for me unless I cough. Don't come for me unless mm-hmm. I sin for you. Um, one wrong move, Peter, and Lupin set Lupin threateningly ahead. His wand still pointed sideways at Pettigrew's chest. Then the clouds shift. Okay, and now I have another question before we get back into our feelings. But I'm in my feelings. Do you, when it's like a cloudy day or when it's like a stormy day on, a new, on like a full moon, do they like get to skip a month? I think maybe it's just like, you know, when you have like that milder month where like, oh, that wasn't so bad. The cramps weren't that bad. Well, that's what I'm, but that's what I'm asking because I'm, I'm more curious, like, I'm curious like what the parameters are of like werewolves and when they change because it's like, do they only change that one day on the full moon? And then is it two days sometimes when they have like, you know, when it happens two days in a row? And then also, if there's an like, eclipse, if they don't actually see the moon, do they change? Because in this moment, like it's been a full moon for like a couple hours. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think, um... What I how I read this from the the books like so J.K. Rowling's werewolf mm-hmm. lore is that once the werewolf gets hit by moonlight, that's what triggers the change. So if you can, like, you just hide. Yeah, but, but I'm sure you'd still have some. Symptoms you'll have and symptoms, stuff, and like, yeah. But, but not like you know, fan. like, even now, like, if I turn my lights off right now, like, some of the moonlight would come through my window. Mm-hmm. So I would be screwed, right? It's like, it's harder than you think. Um, but he could right, just... to avoid, obviously. But that's why I'm curious. That's why I was curious about, like, cloud. Because, like, the cloud shifted and that's when it happened. Yeah. Versus, like, okay, what if it's just, like, a really, like, is a stormy night maybe those are yeah. Remus's favorite nights or something yeah but I also like, think oh, I maybe it's once it hits like so you know it gets darker it gets dimmer but you don't get like full like what do they call it like right. when the like like the noon or like midnight when it's like hit that peak maybe mm-hmm. that's when the change is triggered so what she like just through like great writing talks about the cloud shifting is really also not so much the cloud shifting but the moon hitting that peak yeah maybe you know the moon in its peak is what so yeah so Lupin um Harry could see Lupin's silhouette he had gone rigid and his limbs began to shake oh my Hermione gasped he didn't take his potion tonight he's not safe run Sirius whispered run now but Harry couldn't run Ron was chained to Pettigrew and Lupin he leapt forward, but Sirius caught him around the chest and threw him back. Leave it to me. Run. There was a terrible snarling noise. Lupin's head was lengthening. So was his body. His shoulders were hunching. Crookshank's hair was on end again. He was backing away. As the werewolf reared, snapping its long jaws, Sirius disappeared from Harry's side. He had transformed. The enormous bear-like dog bounded forward. As the werewolf wrenched itself free of the manacle binding it, the dog seized it about the neck and pulled it backwards, away from Ron and Pettigrew. They were locked, jaw to jaw, claws ripping at each other. Harry stood transfixed by the sight, too intent upon the battle to notice anything else. It was Hermione's scream that alerted him. Y'all. I'm sad, y'all. 
And now I'm about to get angry. Y'all. So, who am I? I mean, I already told on myself last week. In a, in a crisis, I freeze. So, who am I to judge poor Harry? Mm-hmm. But had Harry had a little bit more, like, quick-wittedness about him, which also we could say that this moment might be the turning point in Harry's, like, sharp sharpness, right? right? He never, like, gets caught. He doesn't have a moment like that. Yeah, right? he doesn't get caught slipping again. Um, I mean, he gets caught slipping, just not in this Not way. in the same way. He doesn't... Harry takes lots of L's. <laughs> it's true. But, you know, what I mean? he's, he's much more quick on the come up after this. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no more, where's my, give me my wonton moments after this. Mm, there's one more. Yeah... <laughs> at least one more that I can think of but what I'm what I'm thinking of is like when the ship goes down give me my wonton yeah. it's more of him just not recognizing who the villain was or like the danger um, but when there is danger in front of him he is he's yeah, much he quicker reacts. he reacts much yeah. faster um, from this point on so it if nothing else it's a learning experience Mm-hmm. But how great would it have been if he would have, or Hermione or someone would have dove and got that wand before Peter? Yeah. So. Something. Pettigrew had dived for Lupin's dropped wand. Ron, unsteady on his bandaged leg, fell. There was a bang, a burst of light, and Ron lay motionless on the ground. Another bang, Crookshanks flew into the air and back to the earth in a heap. Expelliarmus Harry yelled, pointing his own wand at Pettigrew. Um, excuse me. Uh, stay where you are. Harry shouted. Too late, Pettigrew had transformed. Harry saw his bald tail whip through the manacle on Ron's outstretched arm and heard a scurrying through the grass. There was a howl and a rumbling growl. Harry turned to see the werewolf taking flight. It was galloping into the forest really quickly. Um, I'm pretty sure, re- like, two things. Um, and we'll talk about the latter, or the first in, like, a couple weeks, obviously, um, after we watch the movie on October 15th. You should come watch This haunt is um, where you live! Less- Oh, I missed that. This heart, this heart is where you truly live. Um, that's not what I was going to say, though. In the movie, they make it way more, like, suspenseful, which, I mean, that's what movies do. But you know what I mean? Like, there's the part where, like, he gets, they almost, like, get caught or whatever by Lupin and he's, like, coming after them versus, like, in this. Like, I think that, like, I mean, at least I like to think that Remus still had a bit of his, like, faculties in, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, and so once Siri, like, about him, like, his wits about him. So, like, once Sirius pushed him away from, like, all these, like, delicious humans, he was like, nah, I gotta go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't run to the castle. He ran to the Forbidden Forest. Yeah. Um, okay. Sirius, he's gone. Pettigrew transformed. Harry yelled. I forgot what the second thing was. Maybe not. I don't know. Um, sorry. Um, Sirius was... So huh? this is where I actually just to go back to like the mm-hmm. moon thing because it's um, tonight before midnight. Um, I feel like this is that's what I that's also why like the peak. Right, that makes sense. Moon is midnight, so now at this moment the prophecy has been realized. He re- he's returning to his master. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably like eleven fifty eight or some shit, but still, right. <laughs> um, it's been a long. It's been a long um, night. Okay, um, 
Sirius, he's gone. Pettigrew transformed. Sirius is bleeding. There were gashes across his muzzle and back, but at Harry's words, he scrambled up again, and in an instant, the sound of paws faded to silence as he pounded away across the grounds. Um, Harry and Hermione go to Ron. What did he do to him? Ron's eyes were half closed. His mouth hung open. He was definitely alive. Um, so I'm thinking that he used the st- that he like was stupefied. Um, yeah. Or like stunned or whatever. Yeah. Like, not really clear since we don't know what that uh, thing is. Oh, you know what the other thing that's not in Petrificus the Petrificus Totalis. Um, they had no one but Snape for company still hanging unconscious in midair. Don't give him no like redeemable whatever the fuck. No. He was unconscious. That was it. Um, this, you, well, you know, I'm not, you know, I just. So let me tell you about this place. It's this magical, wonderful place. It is called Oracle O.co. <laughs> it seats, I think, about 7,000 people. Some obscene number of seats. It's probably more than that. It's probably more than that. It's where the Warriors play their basketball games in case you, you were unfamiliar. Yeah, it's just like right up the street here, far enough away from me so I don't have to see his bitch ass. There's boxes with plushy seats. There's like high seats and low seats and courtside seats and you all manner of seats. There are even seats that have like no armrest so like his knocked out ass can lay full out. I feel like that's where he should be. Yeah. Not here. Not here. Still taking the L. Even, I just... We'd better get them up to the castle and tell someone, said Harry. Um, uh, yeah, sorry. But then from beyond the range of their vision, they heard a yelping, a whining, a dog in pain. Serious, Harry muttered. He had a moment's indecision, but there was nothing they could do for Ron at the moment. And by the sound of it... Black was um, in trouble. Harry set off at a run, Hermione right behind him. So this is classic Harry and classic Hermione. And if Ron was there, Ron would have been right behind them too. The role um, dogness of... Role dogness? The sure. Role doggy doggedness. The role dogged? Role doggy dog. Role doggy doggedness. Doggy dogness. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm trying to get to. The, the verb form of that noun for someone that 10 minutes ago you thought killed your parents. Yep. That's that Gryffindor, man. That's that Davy Gudgeon sh- Gryffindor, though. That too. That too. Like, that is some... Like, this is why I'm a Ravenclaw, because I'm just doing the calculations mm-hmm. of... Yo. My thing is, it's like... I he got 12 and, years like, in Askaban. You know, he good. He can handle he himself. Hadn't... <laughs> I'm like we find out that if he hadn't gone after him then like it would have been too late right. but again this is the second time in the night that they've just run blindly after someone um, and but, you know I in this particular moment it pays off sort of I mean in the really. in the last one it paid off too because they kind find out the truth of, yeah. but I'm just saying like you know and I would feel you know how I feel about serious I would feel terrible afterwards right. But that wouldn't change the fact that at the moment I did the math and did the calculations and I'm like, all right, werewolf is over there. We over here. He a grown a man who can transform into a dog. 
He got 12 years in Azkaban, which is like, however many, of like 20 years in the pen. You know what I mean? Like, he can handle himself. Right. He hardened. <laughs> I trust you, Sirius. Y'all can't, y'all can't right. see, but I did the dap on the chest. See you, see you on the flippity flop. I'll see you on the other side. <laughs> My mother's on the other side. Washington is watching from the okay, other side. So, Teach me how um, to... The yelping stopped abruptly. As they reached the lake shore, they saw why Sirius had turned back into a man. He was crouched on all fours, his hands over his head. No, he moaned. No, please. Um, and then Harry saw them, Dementors, at least a hundred of them, gliding in a black mass around the lake toward them. They really had a hundred This is what I mean, I'm... I guess I didn't clock it um, in the Quidditch match against Hufflepuff, but, like, how do they have that many Dementors around a school? Like, that's... Really this is what I'm saying, though. This, like, kind of reminds I'm, like, me of, like... i surprised that it's not, like, as... You know, that, that Hogwarts wasn't more Azkaban-like, because even with them just surrounding the area and, like... I'm surprised more people weren't affected by that because that's hella dementors. That's what, and that's what I'm saying. Like the that number is overkill for a school. And then you think about like, okay, so that's this many people posted, and like, sure, Hogwarts probably has the highest concentration of dementors because that they are under the assumption that he's going after Harry, and that's where Harry is. But that's not all the dementors, right? Mm-hmm. Plus, they still have some back in Azkaban because there's still prisoners there. All of them can't just dip. Mm-hmm. So how many Dementors are in Azkaban on a random Tuesday? And you can't kill these motherfuckers. No. They just live and breed, and that's it. Wow. Okay, so let's just, once again mention that the wizarding justice system system sucks just bullshit just acknowledge that just once more i mean if we if we really want to think about like not even the justice system right because this isn't justice like serious never faced trial no never never so like this is just some like extrajudicial bullshit at this point mm-hmm. and they're when you think about like when they go to the Quidditch match, right? And they're out of control and they just like they're that's like a what it how does Lupin say? Like it's like a feast, a buffet mm-hmm. that they just can't help but get at. So this is also their first time all year of having like a justified like have at it, right? So they're like fighting each other. Like rabid dogs mm-hmm. trying to get that soul. Because why would you need a hundred Dementors for one person? dude? Only one of y'all can kiss him. Like five tops. They had. Oh wait, never mind. Keep the secrets. <laughs> I was about to. You know, but you know what I'm saying. With the numbers, and that was enough. More than enough. You know what I mean. Let's move on, cause I'm about to spoil some shit. Um. <laughs> Hermione, think of something happy, Harry yelled, raising his wand, um, blinking furiously to try and clear his vision. Um, his He thinks, I'm going to live with my godfather. I am leaving the Dursleys. He forced himself to think of Sirius and only Sirius, again, already. Um, this is heartwarming, but again, 10 minutes ago, we thought he was a notorious master. This is an indictment against the Dursleys. Paris. 
more or less, basically, this is all the Dursleys. I mean, and this is where I'm like, I'm going to live with my godfather and he forced himself to think of serious. I feel like if he would have forced himself to think of leaving the Dursleys, like that more than serious, because he doesn't really have a connection with serious yet, he would have been much more successful. So. Um, Expecto Patronum, Expecto Patronum. Black gave a shudder, rolled over, and lay motionless on the ground, pale as death. He'll be all right. I'm going to go and live with him. Expecto Patronum. Hermione, help me. Expecto Patronum. Expecto. Expecto, Hermione whispered. Expecto. 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 But she couldn't do it. Um, so a couple things about the that. Tears. One, it's like, she hasn't, like, st- you know what I mean? Like, she, this is just a random spell. So she doesn't really know, like, the, mm-hmm. you can't just say Expecto Patronum and it works. Um, and she doesn't know And that. he's trying to teach her, um, like, in this moment where she, moment, like, is just helpful. full of, like, a hundred Dementors. You know what I mean? Like, right. he and had a hard time. she's ever encountered, like, I mean, she encountered, like, the one. Yeah. But a hundred, like, you know what I mean? That's a and lot he, to And he had a hard time then, his first time with a boggart, so. Exactly. There, you know. So it's definitely, like, it makes sense that she can't and, do it. And this but is, then, and, yeah. this is the part that kills me. She couldn't do it. The Dementors were closing in, barely 10 feet from them. They formed a solid wall around Harry and Hermione and were getting closer. Uh, like. they Yeah, they just don't. And that's the thing. It's like they don't have. And they can't the, see. They don't have any discern, like discernment. And they don't give a. And, like, that's, they don't care. Like, yeah, they have their whatever. Like, they have their. Um. Well, one, who the fuck tipped them off that Sirius is going to be in there in the first place? So why are they on the grounds? One, they, they don't have any. Well, they're in the forest the at this point, right? No, they're on the lake. Oh, they're by, they're the, by the lake. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, um, which I'm sure part of that runs into the forest. But, but I don't think not a hundred of them should even be there in the first place. So I'm sure they just realized people were on the on like the grounds and were like, "Well, let's go." And the party. other part Look of it, it is like I, I'm sure that they can kind of like scent. Um, right, serious. kind of sense the difference between people. Um, because they were, like, serious when Sirius talks about how he was able to, like, last in Azkaban, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, they could, they can't see. They're blind. But they knew, like, they felt like when he would turn into a dog, they knew that his, like, his feelings were more clouded. And so I'm sure you can kind of tell, like, you know, the difference between a fully grown man who spent 12 years like in Azkaban versus like the, the optimism of two 13 year olds. Um, right. On the other hand, they can't see, they can't tell the difference between a happy 13 year old like Hermione, who's lives, comes from a great home and is smart and not to say she's not without problems, but you know, the, like the emotional differences between her and, and like a traumatized child like Harry. Well, I don't, I, I think it's that, but I also think that they don't care. And no, that's the, the other part, right? So like at this point too, they're going on instinct. I don't even think it's that they don't care. I think it's that they are creatures who survive off of instinct, right? So it's kind of like the thing with like, I'm gonna just say like Harambe, that gorilla that everyone's talking about, right? Or he went after the three-year-old. It's not funny, <laughs> but at the same time, like he wasn't thinking like, "Oh, three-year-old, I'm about to go fuck up." He was just like, "Ooh, 
a new appetizer. This is something different. You know, like it was just mm-hmm. all instinct and like me doing or him doing. He will do what it takes to survive. All wow. of your words flooded my senses. So, um, your sentences. Expecto Patronum, Harry yelled. Expecto Patronum. A thin wisp of silver. Uh, escaped his wand and hovered like mist before him. At the same moment, Harry felt Hermione collapse next to him. He was alone, completely. These alone. ellipses are fucked. They're I, I hate it. There's so many ellipses in the last couple of chapters of this book. Do you know? Tangent, but sometimes when I'm going through dark periods, like one time I was listening to a lot of Nina Simone, and your mother, my auntie, my favorite person was like, Robin, maybe don't listen to Nina Simone. <laughs> and I'm like, but she's the only one that really understands this, you know? Yeah. And I'm kind I of... I told you the same thing. I listen to Walk a Fucking Way. <laughs> if I'm feeling sad, that's that Fetty Walk. <laughs> like, the mo- give me the, like, ratchetest shit to listen to if I'm sad. Like, that stabs me out of it so quick. I sit in the dark and I wallow a little bit. Yeah, I'm not about I, that life. I don't. Like, I'm wondering. I don't, like I don't like those feelings, so I'm like, just get me out of it. I'm wondering if that is why this book speaks to me so much, because it just lets Maybe. me wallow in my feel. I have a lot of feelings, guys. I don't know if you notice this about me, but um, I, I know I hide it. I do a good job of like <laughs> hiding it, keeping it to myself. So I don't want to shock you. You might want to sit down for this, but I have a lot of feelings all the time, especially about Harry Potter. I'm wondering, with the just, like, plethora of ellipses and feelings that are, in, like, that in this book, if that is why I keep going back to this book, so I can just wallow. The world's unfair! Everything about chapter 19 is, like, boom, we got it. Boom, boom, everything is great. We got a plan, we know the truth. Like, let's do this. Let's just get about the business of living life now. And then chapter 20 comes along and they're like, fuck you and your plans. Like, best laid plans of mice and men. Yeah, I'm not about that life. I'm like, oh, we got problems? How can we (laughs) fix it? We can't fix it? Well, looks like I'm not going to be in this space anymore. And I'm just like, let me just take a nap. Bye. Let me just get myself into the deepest pit of despair until all I can do is take a nap. Nah. Just. Can't take that. Pile it on me until the weight of all of the sadness shuts my body down. And I'll see you when I see you. Nah. No, thank you. <laughs> um. Completely <laughs> alone. Felt- okay. Harry felt um, his knees hit the cold grass. Fog was clouding his eyes. With huge effort, he fought to remember Sirius was innocent. Innocent. We'll be okay. I'm going to live with him. Expecto Patronum, he gasped. With the feeble light of his formless Patronus, he saw a Dementor halt very close to him. He couldn't walk through the cloud of silver mist Harry had conjured. A dead, slimy hand slid out from under the cloak. It made a gesture as though to sweep the Patronus aside. Um, He could feel them watching him. Hearing their rattling breath like an evil wind around him, the nearest Dementor seemed to be considering him. Then it raised both its rotting hands and lowered its hood. 
Um, ugh, I hate. I'm sorry. I just don't like this. I, they should know mm. that this is an innocent Mm-mm. person, a child. Mm. Where there should, uh, where there should have been eyes, there was only thin gray scabbed skin stretched blankly over empty eye, empty sockets. Mm. But there was a there was a mouth, a gaping, shapeless hole, sucking the air with the sound of a death rattle. Mm-mm. I wonder what a death rattle sounds like. Sorry, sounds like the chains that. of um, the Bloody Baron. <laughs> okay, thanks. Um, a paralyzing terror filled Harry so that he couldn't move or speak. His Patronus flickered and died. White fog was blinding him. He had to fight. Expecto Patronum. He couldn't see. And in the distance, he heard a familiar screaming. Expecto Patronum. He groped in the mist for Sirius and found his arm. They weren't going to take him. But a pair of strong, clammy hands suddenly attached themselves around Harry's neck. They were forcing his face upward. He could feel its breath. It was going to get rid of him first. He could feel its putrid breath. His mother was screaming in his ears. She was going to be the last thing he ever heard. Why? I hate this writing it's the worst and by the worst to be in the best and also the and worst. you know um, um okay well let's finish it okay um <clears throat> and then through the fog that was drowning him he thought he saw a silvery light grow brighter and brighter he felt himself fall forward onto the grass face down too weak to move sick and shaking harry opened his eyes the dementor must have released him um, the blinding light was illuminating the grass around him. The screaming had stopped. The cold was ebbing away. Something was driving the Dementors back. It was circling around him and Sirius and Hermione. The rattling, sucking sounds of the Dementors were fading. They were leaving. The air was warm again. With every ounce of strength he could muster, Harry raised his head a few inches and saw an animal amid the light galloping away across the lake. Um, it was as bright as a unicorn. Fighting to stay conscious, Harry watched it canter to a halt as it reached the opposite shore for a moment harry saw by its brightness somebody welcoming it welcoming it back raising its hands to pat it someone who looked strangely familiar but it couldn't be harry didn't understand he couldn't think anymore he felt the last of his strength leave him and his head hit the ground as he fainted so (sighs) to fan myself in the fields and all of that. But I just was thinking about the fact that Harry comes to Dudley's aid in the start of Order of the Phoenix or Order mm-hmm. of the Phoenix. Um, and you don't, we don't, maybe you do think about this, but I hadn't thought about the fact that like Harry remembers that feeling of the Dementor's kiss or getting that close. And he, as much as he doesn't love the Dursleys, he doesn't want anyone to feel that. Mm-hmm. Like, he knows what that, that hopelessness and that, like, whew. And he does what he has to do to save Dudley. I just... Yeah, no, I mean, this is, like... I, like, do not like... I don't like this chapter. I love this chapter. It makes me mad. <laughs> I mean, you know. In real life, I love it. No, I know. It, but I hate it. I think it's one of those... Like, it's one of those chapters that puts a lot of things in perspective. Mm-hmm. I think when you are struggling... When you look at Harry's... You, you, 
you know, people to always talk about like someone's last moments or last words and what they think of and like the desperation of fighting to stay alive despite all odds being against you or whatever. Like Harry clings to this feeling of, or this hope of family, this hope of like, I'm going to live with Sirius, which means my life will be different. My, mm-hmm. my hopes will, or I'll have some hope. I'll have some support. I'll, I'll be able to immerse myself in this world and really be a part of it. Um, and I think that having that kind of, you don't, no one wants to have that moment come or that moment of realization about like what's really important or what you are really missing in your life come in such a like dire way. But having that moment come at 13 is very, like I said, it's very helpful to Harry to really understand like, the power of love, the power of what is like his, that line about his mother's voice being the last thing he's going to hear, you know what I mean? And like clinging to the hope of a different life. And again, like I said, like he's known the truth about Sirius for what are we at? Like 30 minutes at this point. (laughs) I mean, and like, and he hasn't really had like, I mean, the brightness of that, moment was a five second discussion of you know I'm your godfather maybe you want to live with me maybe you want to you know it's a it's a quick discussion before all hell breaks loose right it's like boom boom and that is a thing that he thinks of to cast his Patronus even though when he was like he when he cast his only successful corporal Patronus he was flying he was thinking about he had like he was light as a feather right so like I mean, my thought is, flying, but also it wasn't a real. No, I know, I know, but like my thought is but to yes. go back to, or even um, studying with Remus, like the most successful Patronus shield that he made. My thought would be to go back to those memories, right? They worked once; they'll work again. Mm-hmm. He is just like, no, this is the happiest. Like, the hope of family is the happiest thing that he has ever experienced. And that is, he's 13. That's so sad. And yet, so beautiful. And I have to take a nap. It's all just going to keep going to shit. Yep. I don't like it. I mean, it brightens up a little bit. No, a little bit. I mean, shit, it's about to be late as fuck in the next chapter. We got time travel. <laughs> I'm not sad anymore, y'all. Yeah. We got time travel on this book, and then the next book, Dragons. I was listening to the last episode, <laughs> and you were like, and then there's dragons! And, like, this, like, the, the, sheer, the sheer joy that comes out of your face, like, I was remembering that moment, and I was like, she is too much. Whew. I'm a nerdy guy. Um, um, okay, so let's uh, MVP... I chose Harry. I um, for I mean reasons we've already discussed, mm-hmm. but like just his. I don't. Know, I mean, honestly, like he's the only one who we kind of see. Like nobody else really does. Like Sirius does kind of, but other than that, there's not really a lot of like. There's not a lot of like 
moments or there's a are, lot like, of really, people who are so out of their mind this chapter are not, there's again. a lot of people who are unconscious or out of their right mind in this chapter basically <laughs> um so today, like everybody was all like say we're going single file we're moved we're, we got this and then it's like nope just kidding <laughs> we don't got this um but yeah so i think harry but then also like all the stuff we were talking about but then also he just saved himself and um uh hermione and Sirius from the Dementors. Um, spoilers. Time travel. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, so I have Harry for those reasons, but I also chose Sirius because I think that Sirius does a, a good thing of, one, telling them to run and right away being like, I will handle this. Get safe. Right? Mm-hmm. And that's the... I mean if I have to admit, whatever, it's probably the most chill, most adult thing that Sirius has done all book. Um, oh, yeah, all book? Definitely. <laughs> you'd have to go with the, the deep definitely like that. But I mean, it was. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> it's not a lie. I know, but you just didn't have to be so emphatic about it. Um, <laughs> and then the fact that, like, Sirius also, like I just spoke about, like, that two-second interaction Sirius is able to give Harry a sense of hope that he has not felt. And he was so happy. And he was so happy. The first time he he looks like like human, like life comes back into his face. Um, And there's so many reasons and stunted adolescence and things around why he's so happy about the idea of like Harry coming to stay with him and live with him. And, um, I mean, and some of it is, even, like, without that, even without the, like, kind of semi-problematic stuff when you kind of think about his relationship with James or whatever, but it's also just, like, he's been in Azkaban yeah. for 12 years and hasn't had, he hasn't had a family either. And to think of, um, and... His family was taken from him, and this is the last person yeah. that he had. And I think, too, um, like, to go back to... That, like, Harry wanted to go with him. He was like, I don't even think he really expected that because he doesn't know the Dursleys really. No. So. I mean, he even says, right? So, like, to go back to the whole sense of, like, hope of having a family, um, Sirius doesn't have a great, he doesn't come from a great family, and the Potters took him in, and that was his first sense of family when he was 15 or 16, right? So he's also mm-hmm. kind of parallel, parallel to Harry in those ways. But his first thing when Harry's like, come live with you, is like, oh, I know you probably didn't want to. I know you have your aunt and uncle. He thinks that Harry's, like, living a decent life, right? He's seen Privet Drive, but he hasn't seen the inside of it, like, right? So that he lives in a nice neighborhood, clean lawns, whatever. He doesn't clock the bars on his windows, but he does, you know. I don't think those are there anymore. True. But, you know, but you know what I mean, like, he doesn't know. He just sees the outside, well-manicured, good-on-paper life that Harry should be living and right. doesn't... That, and I doubt... Like, Lily is probably on some Destiny's Child stuff. Like, I don't I don't talk about you because my mama taught me better than Right. <laughs> I've listened to a lot of Survivor. Um, some... No, anyone... Today. Some Mariah Carey. I don't know her, but I don't know her. Um... Yeah. Yeah, so I think that, like, Sirius, his, he's, I, I completely think that he's coming from a good place and he offers this up, but, like, yeah, I mean, we just, that's why. 
the hope he gives cool. Harry and the hope that he has and that that minute it was a moment. That moment that's the thing that makes of, me so mad is that moment, like we, like we were saying, like it makes me happy because it's like it's a happy moment, and like, and it's just irritating that you can't not be happy in that moment. Like, you know what's gonna happen. That it's irritating that that moment can never get. It's so. It's such a. Like there's this there's like the thing where it's like okay if you could have whatever right and you're like oh I want a trillion dollars and I want all the stuff and I want all you know and you're just like you're doing a lot you're asking for mm-hmm. the moon and above and what they're asking for in that moment is so achievable right mm-hmm. just like you and me if Peter would have some goddamn chill if they had left Remus in the streaking shack if Snape hadn't come blundering down like and like so let's get to bench let's just go there okay I benched Peter because fuck him, and also he's the reason that, um, he's been, okay, he is a main reason why Sirius dies. He's the reason that Cedric dies. He's the reason that Voldemort comes back and starts a new world war. He is the worst. He betrayed his best friends. He murdered, in cold blood, 13 people, or no, 12 people, and- By proxy. I don't like him. If you're counting Sirius- and Cedric. Oh, I wasn't and, counting. Them no, I'm directly. saying. I'm no, no, no. I'm saying by pro. Okay. I, I'm saying and by proxy. If yeah, we count yeah, yeah. the Potters, Sirius and Cedric. That's four more people. So sixteen people. Bruh. Um. Yeah. So I benched Peter for all of those reasons. Actually, did he kill Cedric directly? No. Or maybe because I think Voldemort yeah, just says kill the spare, did. so mm-hmm. someone else does kill him. And it might and be Wormtail. It could only be Wormtail, right? Yeah. So he's at least killed 13 people. Directly. Because he's a damn coward. That's the other thing. It's not because he's Mm-mm. evil. He's not Bellatrix. He's not enjoying it. No. Like, no. I I don't like Yep. Him. I also bench Snape. And this is just one perfectly reasonable thing he could have done despite all the bullshit that he has already put us through could he have not come to the shrieking shack with the potion could you have not brought the potion with you right he even mentions it you forgot to take your potion i came to bring it to you so let's follow that through no, because he doesn't... By that point, he's like, oh, no, he's with Sirius. Who cares? But it's like, yo, it's for your safety. Right, but, like, if you if you thought you were going to come and, like, he's be... the it. Like, right? So, like, wouldn't you be like, all right, well, I'm going to come take you, but you better take this potion to make it easier for me. I'll be forcing it down your throat or something. And I mean... Remus would have still turned into a werewolf, but he would have had his brain he would have been able to mm-hmm. carry on walk them back to the hotel like back to the castle gone up to his office and chilled he still would have been a werewolf or when, yeah. but he wouldn't have tried to attack them he wouldn't have it wouldn't have mm-hmm. gave given peter the time to escape i mean peter probably maybe could have because he could have still gotten to lupin's wand and unshackled himself but yeah it just They're the just odds would have been better in which 
Yeah. And the thing is, is like, I didn't bench Snape, but that's just because he just goes all the way into being, like, he might actually lose this book despite, like, not being benched as many times, like, as many, as many chapters as Peter. Like, Peter's been benched kind of consistently <laughs> throughout the book, but, like, the next two chapters, Snape just decides, you know what? Allow me. Like, it's, it's okay, Peter. I got this. He was like, like so I heard, what I had heard was that the 49ers built this new stadium and they got like all these luxury boxes and I'm trying to get some of those seats, man. I'm trying to get on some of those seats, man. Like Chelsea Football Club in London, I was thinking maybe, you know, maybe they had a seat or two for me. I heard they got a lot of seats. They're also a terrible team. They're owned by a mobster or whatever and I'm just trying to get one of them seats. I just feel like I'd be comfortable there. You know? Okay. Thank you for listening. Next week we will be discussing chapter 21 of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of, As- of Azkaban. Hermione's Secret. What? A.K.A. Timey-wimey, wibbly-wobbly stuff. What? Um, make sure to read and follow along and let us know who you think is the real MVP and who has benched for the chapter um, as well as all of the other previous chapters of Prisoner of Azkaban. If you've been waiting on, if you've been holding on to a list somewhere... If you doing just a, want to go back and like re remember, you doing a like Neville Google type of password app. list. We got you. Some, all of them. Like really, like you literally can vote for any of the um, chapters in Prisoner of Azkaban. Like I'm gonna be keeping up this list. She got a spreadsheet. October fifteenth, when we do our live tweet. Yeah, I got a spreadsheet. I got, it's a super cool. It's a super cool spreadsheet. It's awesome. Um, she said cool. So you should allow me to update. She that said super cool spreadsheet. Like that's a thing. That's adorable. It is super cool. It's color coded. I got sums adding up on its own. I got one for each book and for the series. Y'all. Adorable. It's awesome. It's awesome. Um, yeah. And so for, like I was saying for this, for the book, Prisoner of Azkaban, we'll, I'll be keeping it up until we watch the movie on October 15th. Um, you, so you have until October 15th at 6 PM Pacific time to get me your votes. Um, and then also join us yeah. at that time. Watch the movie um, with us. For the movie, we're going to watch the movie and then um, live tweet. And you can use the hashtag wizard team and HPPOA um, to tweet along with us. And after the movie, we're going to do our last episode on The Prisoner of Azkaban, where we do a recap of both the book and the movie. Um, I just remembered earlier today... Like, I totally forgot this. And then it made me mad. Or I'm not really mad. I was just, like, irritated because I could have done without remembering it. Um, Mm -hmm. But you may and most likely will get a BIM rant in that (laughs) because I hate that guy. Um, I just, I don't like him. Um, You feel about BIM the way I feel about Snape? A recap. You You feel about BIM the way I feel about Snape? Yeah. Just could do without. I could, I could absolutely do without him. Um, also, follow... Oh, wait, oh. but yeah, sorry, I had a... Re- I had a Go for it. That was a tangent. Um, so, when we recap the book and movie, and then we'll have the tally, and we'll um, announce who is the real MVP and who is benched for the entire book, and then on October 26th, we're going to start Harry Potter and the Goblet of Do Fire. we have, like, a, a threshold um, that we have to cross for Marge to not win the book? We haven't really talked about it. Um, it's it's going to be we like... We didn't, but I don't think... We should I think look. it's fine. Like, I think we've actually had... 
I've been kind of keeping track in my like not just in my head but you know mm-hmm. what I mean? like on this thing and like I can tell when only Amani and Con- well I mean one you can tell just because like they're the only ones who have voted but like um, numbers wise it's okay so but just keep in mind that um, if we have a majority Amani Connie only votes that Marge is winning the book so. <laughs> And yo, we, we have this chapter and two so, more, and so far y'all have been stepping but up. But we don't know if that's keep stepping up, guys. You never know. Don't get complacent. Don't think like, oh, we did it. Marge ain't gonna win, and then you don't put in your votes because that's not how this works. And I might just be petty. I might just decide on a whim, like, oh, y'all just gonna drop off in the last chapter? Well, fuck you. Marge wins the book. <laughs> don't make me be petty. It comes so naturally to me. I'm just saying. Um, so thank you guys so much. Make sure to check out our website, blackgirlsnerdout.com. We have really great uh, content up there for you guys. On Twitter, we're at WeBlackAndNerds, hashtag WizardTeam, at Yana underscore Hallows, at Robin underscore Ravenclaw, on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, all those fun places, Black Girls Nerd Out. Sign up for our newsletter. Um... And become a patron. And, you know, when Goblet of Fire rolls around, get to see our pretty faces as we go ham. Well, you know, we'll try to make our faces. We'll try. There's no... We be, like, half in pajamas when we do these, to be honest. Sometimes we be taking our hair out. That's true. Or putting our hair in. I mean, we won't do it, like, now, but it is. Right. True. It's like a a pajama party, though, guys. It's like a slumber party. We black and nerds, (laughs) y'all. Our hair gotta be tight. Right? So... You never know. All right. uh, We will see you next week. Thanks so much. Mm